Hi, everyone. And it's very interesting what I've done in 2019. I've decided to create a podcast network, but they're still going to be on my radio network. And I found the best experts in specific areas. And this show is a surprise to me. If you would have told me a year ago, I'd start this show. I've known this guy. I w- couldn't wait to start training with him. Someday that's going to happen, uh, but it just hasn't happened yet. But we are now in the same industry. As some of you might know, I have taken on a position uh, with Lensec or Video Management Software Solution, and I am involved with marketing and sales for them. And it's been a great experience, and we're really working with K-12 through schools and colleges. And I talked to this guy, and he said, you know what? Let's do a show together. And that's the one thing I know how to do. How can I get quick marketing and get things going as a a show? So I'm excited to to welcome the program, Safety Talk, with Master Pete Canavan. Uh, Pete, thanks for calling. How are you? Hey, Neil. All right, man. I'm excited to get this uh, this thing going. Hi, Neil, and hello, everybody. And hey, welcome to Safety Talk, right? Yeah, um, I love it. I love it. And what I mean, you started in this industry. We know you are very good at self-defense, but you have experience in other safety areas. So this show is not just going to be about how you could protect yourself if somebody was in a street corner and, and attacked you, which we see things all the time, Pete. So there's a lot of areas as in our introductory show that we're going to cover in the following weeks. Sure. And, you know, this show, this is, we're putting this out there because, you know, in order to provide some real important safety information to people, give them some simple practical strategies to help them immediately improve their personal safety. I mean, that's just super important. So, yeah, exactly. You know, since this is our our inaugural episode here, we're going to outline first exactly what people can expect from this podcast. And then we're going to dive right in. Exactly. And let's talk about your background, because I think that's the important thing. Uh, I'm just learning the security industry. I was in the security industry about 25 years ago, uh, maybe a little less than 25 for a company called Security Link from Ameritech. I was a sales rep selling uh, in-home security, and we were doing mostly alarm and CTV just started. It was the beginning process of video uh, surveillance, especially it was commercially already happening, but it was starting to finally happen uh, in homes as well. And that was the big introduction where this business has grown tremendously. But your area, your expertise, tell us your safety background uh, in security and in safety. Uh, and you, you've written a book, you, you uh, have a YouTube channel. Kind of explain that to, for people. Well, uh, what is unique is, like you said, I do have experience in both the online and the offline world. So the show is going to cover the best practices for securing your technology, your identity, your finances, your data. And then, of course, it's also going to address the physical aspects uh, or the various aspects of physical safety, which, of course, includes you know the best ways to improve your situational awareness and you know the habits and routines you should be avoiding. And, of course, the best ways to defend yourself against you know, physical threats, because they can really, you know, come from everywhere and anywhere, you know, at school, at the store, at at work. So every show we're going to be talking to an amazing guest from the world of safety and security, taking a look at the breaking news in the world as it relates to people's personal safety, review some products, and give our listeners some safety tips they can put to use immediately. So who am I? Why am I here doing this podcast? Well, I've made it my mission to help improve the personal safety of others because of my unique blend of experience. I've had uh, an information technology company since 1995. So I've done IT security consulting for a long, long time. And I've helped my clients secure their networks and their computers and their accounts, et cetera. And of course, as online 
threats have evolved to things like ransomware infections and social engineering attacks, my ability to protect my clients from those has evolved as well. Secondly, I'm a martial arts master. I have a fifth degree black belt in both Taekwondo and Hapkido. And I've been training men, women, and children in martial arts and self-defense for over 20 years. And I've trained them in both the physical as well as the mental aspects of martial arts. So I've done a lot in that respect. My first book was The Self-Defense Survival Guide. And I just let you know uh, this week, it actually was named as the top uh, number one must-read survival book That's great. on uh, fupping.com, which is a, a big online site for books. So I'm really pumped about that. Um, I've also worked as a university public safety officer. So I have firsthand experience in dealing with the threats to face today's college students, which you know we're talking about different ways that we can secure people. College students and our sons and daughters are at a very, you know, they're particularly vulnerable during that time in their lives because they're forming their lifelong opinions about things. Uh, they, you know, everything from relationships to their work habits to their political views and a lot more. So my latest book that came out last year is The Ultimate Guide to College Safety, and that addresses all the threats that children face during college, both online and offline. And I've got a online website that uh, supplements that, Campus Safety University. So lots of Lots of things going on. I could keep talking. Oh, but. no, that's good. Well, let, let's kind of, and so I'm glad to hear all that. So I guess I'm the only one that's going to bring into the expertise involving knowing schools, but also involving uh, the video surveillance and that, how big that's becoming. But a lot of our guests are going to have far more experience. I'm the one that kind of can just talk forever and lead to the next question in seconds. So, uh, Pete, I guess the, the, the process in the show is that we, you want to take specific, maybe two topics a show and really delve into them. Is that correct? With experts. Well, basically, uh, what uh, I thought we would do with the show is we break it into some segments, and that way we can share things with people that, uh, you know, guests that we bring on the show that are going to be security and safety experts, you know, people in law enforcement and, you know, security, campus safety, et cetera, uh, as well as those that represent security and, and, you know, different products and solutions, whether it's access control or cybersecurity or whatever. But the show, I think what we'll do is break it into our, you know, we ha- we'll have our guests. We'll talk about some of the recent news that is affecting everybody in the world of safety, maybe some things that are close to home, maybe some things that we don't think about that are around the other side of the world. And then, of course, you know, some tips and, and also various products that we can use to easily and immediately improve our personal safety no matter where we are. And I think a lot of people would talk about cybersecurity is a big thing, as you see even major companies being hacked all the time. You know, there's an entirely new breed of personal safety and security threats that we have to be concerned with. And those are the online threats that come from cyber, you know, uh, hackers, cybersecurity issues, the cyber criminals, the hackers. These are the people that want to steal our identity. They want to steal our money. And, you know, they're, they're not, you know, they're unlike physical threats from traditional criminals, but these threats didn't exist a generation ago. And so, you know, the exponential growth of the internet and social media now allows these online criminals to target our online identity, to follow what we do, and then they can potentially exploit that for their own financial gain. And so securing accounts, your data, all of that stuff is super important. And we're going to be talking about all of that during the show. And see, those are such an important thing about a podcast to have success in a radio show is the ability to provide something that they can take home with it and say, there you go. This is something you could take home and you can utilize right now 
for absolutely free by just subscribing to your podcast, uh, watching it on YouTube or Facebook. There's just a lot of different places uh, to check you out, Master Pete. Let's jump right to, that was a great topic, cybersecurity. Your personal security. Those will be some great tips as well. What if, and, and I don't ever have this happen to me, Pete. I'm six foot nine and a half, six, 10, 270, 280 pounds. It goes and varies uh, at times. No one comes up and tries to attack me. Uh, and uh, I've become a big fan of the Americans, and I've watched a lot of the, uh, through the Americans show, some of the self-defense of seeing people a lot smaller than I am take out lots of people, and I'm sure that's true because of the intelligence, the understanding if you're attacked, what to do. And it's all about mindset, isn't it, Pete? Because a lot of people, when they attack somebody, they're not, the person that's the attacker's really not thinking, are they? They're really just reacting, or not even reacting, just moving. And you need to think when you're attacked, right? Well, I mean, attackers, people that are criminals, they usually have one thing in mind. And whether that's to take your money, steal your watch, your jewelry, uh, maybe sexual assault, or they may be looking to take your life. And so they usually have an agenda and they have a, a reason why they're coming up to you. And so as the person who is being attacked or being accosted or being approached, we have to, and this, this is kind of a good segue into what I was going to talk about, is we have to be able to recognize these potential problems because as we've seen, there are threats to our physical well-being from violent criminals all over the place. You know, we've seen things in the last few years where people have targeted schools, they've targeted movie theaters, they've tar targeted concerts, they've targeted places of worship. It's like nothing is sacred anymore, no pun intended. And so facing that reality is not something that's comfortable for most people, but ignoring that a violent encounter is possible or worse yet denying that it will ever happen to you is not an effective deterrent or a solution. No, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely not. And, uh, so how you respond to these things is something we're going to learn from this show, right? Because if we Absolutely. respond in anger or we respond in fear, we're going to lose, right? Learning how to recognize those potential problems is obviously the first thing. You want to have your awareness ratcheted way, way up. You know, situational awareness, we hear about it, military preaches it. My personal phrase is be armed with awareness. Because if you're armed with awareness, it's not like you're armed with a gun or a knife or a taser or whatever else it is that you have that you think may be able to protect you. Your awareness is something that can never be taken away from you and it's with you all the time. And so, recognizing potential problems and then gaining the knowledge and preparing and practicing your response to those threats, it allows you to become proficient. And of course, proficiency instills confidence and confidence is going to reduce stress. So that holds true for any skill anybody wishes to acquire in their job, in their life, in a relationship, whatever. And that's why people train in all types of jobs. You can't become a good doctor or a martial artist unless you learn and practice. Right. Because yeah, training, exactly. And, and you, you reduce and eliminate right. those mistakes and you become better skilled. So when a time comes to perform surgery or a self-defense technique, you do yeah. it properly. And so you already know it. You're aware of not getting yourself in those situations. You only it ends up happening that it happened not by your fault. It just happened. You're ready to prepare. It's it sometimes can be flight. It could sometimes be I, I, I have to do this. And there's times when you have, you know, prepared yourself to be in self-defense that you might never have to deal with this ever. It's like an insurance policy. But the more confidence you'll have when somebody does come and do it to you. Right. And see, the unique thing about this show is that 
I'm not going to just be talking about cybersecurity and, you know, and personal, you know, self-defense. We're covering everything and anything in between. And that includes defining what your safety concerns are because every single person has a different set of safety concerns. Somebody like yourself, you may not feel as much a physical threat or problem because of your size as you're just talking about, Neil, right? Whereas a a smaller person or a petite woman or a younger child, they do have to worry about something like that. So our concerns can come from man as well as from nature. I mean, you and I, we're in Pennsylvania. We got some snow and some bitter, bitter cold going on right now. So what's the safety concern there? Well, it's frostbite. You go outside and you're not aware that in 20 or 30 minutes in sub-zero yes. temperatures, you could get frostbite. Guess what? You're going to have a problem. So that's something you did in, in public safety in the colleges. You you inform people even about specific things about what um, to prepare yourself for certain disasters and stuff. Not, and, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, look at what just happened uh, this week in Brazil. They had that dam collapse. Well, do you think those massive mudslides after that dam collapse this week was something that a lot of those people ever thought about? Probably not. Should they have? <laughs> yeah, they should. Yeah, they but should. Of course, they you didn't. know, hindsight's twenty twenty, And so the interesting thing is, and there was another dam collapse there not that long ago. So they should have had even more heightened awareness about that potential problem. And so... Every single person needs to define those specific concerns. You know, what are your safety concerns at work, at the store, at the gym, at school, at the mall, at the airport, at the hotel? No matter where you are, think about all the places you go, all the places you travel to, and then begin to define what could happen, how you would react, and what you would do. So that if you use when this happens and not if this happens, it makes it more real. And you can then begin to program that into your subconscious more completely. Now, you don't have to go crazy because you can absolutely go crazy if you start overthinking this. But for example, we're just talking about snow. Well, to avoid getting trapped in a snowstorm at home, uh, make sure your snowblower is in good condition and you got plenty of gas for it. You know, so exactly. Simple things like that is kind of what sometimes is not discussed in the overall world of safety, but it's something that this show is going to cover based on current concerns, current news, where you are and what you're doing. Awesome. All right. So let's, uh, the one area we're also going to talk about is when we have a security director of a school or a college university, K through 12, do they have the right tools available for them? How do they utilize the tools they currently have and can they upgrade and make them better? One thing is the past guidelines, Pete, that I talked about before with you, where these uh, guidelines are laid out for every K through 12 school on how, you know, from having a director of security to having a specific team, how each one of the rules and responsibilities and each one of the areas are checked off involving security and safety in our schools with the past guidelines. So we really want to arm also uh, people that are already in the industry like yourself, Pete, and, and myself to be better and understand it more. Sure. And we're going to talk a lot about safety at college campuses because it's a huge problem and it's in the news a lot because there are a lot of challenges to student safety. So we are going to be talking to some of these safety directors and public safety chiefs and find out what are some of the things you've implemented that are working? What are some things that you're maybe looking to do in the future to improve safety? What are some of the technologies and the strategies being used? What's working? What's not working? All kinds of stuff because the information that somebody who has implemented an effective solution by sharing that information with our listeners and our audience, it's going to ratchet up and improve everybody's personal safety when they learn. 
And that's what this is all about. And this review, again, people need to, uh, after listening to this, uh, give us some questions to ask us. One thing we'll do on Facebook and YouTube is provide a dialogue via social media on different social media channels. What questions do you have for Master Pete or myself regarding security and safety? And bring those questions to us because we're happy to find that information or answer those questions for you. And the experts we're going to bring on, Pete, because we talked about cybersecurity. We talked about, you know, situational awareness. We talked about safety in general. We talked about specifically protecting yourself. If uh, in it, there's lots of areas to cover when you talk about safety, safety, right? Oh, yeah. And you know what? I put this out there that we're looking for guests and I'm getting inundated with requests. It's fantastic because I'm getting such a cross reference of people. For example, I have somebody who's a security expert that uh, secures large stadiums like MetLife Stadium in New Jersey. He secured the PGA Tour and things like that. So I've got some experience doing event security as well. But this is somebody who's done it on a massive scale. And so we're talking about Things that we've seen like happen at that concert in Las Vegas. You know, this is somebody that can help other event people and other security personnel that are trying to secure larger events. I'm sure he's got some great insights. I've got somebody else who contacted me who checks out rental properties. They're an investigation agency, private investigator, and they do nationwide services for people that are like going to these Airbnbs, you know, people that are looking to rent a place and they go check it out. So getting some really interesting feedback from people that some of the stuff I hadn't even like that, I hadn't even known that that even existed, for example, that there was somebody that can actually, you know, basically vet uh, a rental property before you go there for a very low price. I mean, it's a fantastic service. Yeah. And you think about private investigation and how to look out for, you know, if someone hires a PI, I'm sure when we get someone from private investigation, they'll kind of give us those clues that what can happen and why someone would hire somebody in, in private investigation. But again, you're one of the areas that I know you're an expert in and myself as well. And that involves reputation management. And that's another safety issue. If you're, you have a bad reputation online, you need to make sure it's cleaned up, especially if it's fake news, right? You know, it is something that everybody needs to to worry about. And you really, I mean, here's, an, here's a, my first little tip for you here. Uh, specifically, search for yourself at least once a month online. See what comes up. Because you might be surprised and not in a good way. And so it's something that's smart and it's proactive. And if you're somebody who's in the public eye or who is, you know, out there a lot on social media, you probably should be searching a little bit more frequently to make sure that things are out there that you want and things that you don't want to want out there or not. And then the other thing we're going to be bringing to the table is providing, you said product information for certain products that are out there commercially and also, uh, uh, business to consumer to provide those right. tips of things that are out there and to consider those things in reviews, right? Absolutely. There are, you know, such a wide range of, places that people need to be secured on their person when they're out and about. And then when they are at larger, you know, buildings, whether it's at a college campus, whether it's at a medical campus, whether it's at a huge office building, whether it's at a small office building or a strip mall. I mean, there are so many different places that people need to be concerned with their personal safety just to the point where, you know, if something were to happen, you know what to do, or you've at least thought about what to do. And if you just do that, you'll be leaps and bounds ahead of somebody who's never thought of that. And God forbid something does happen to you, again, 
whether it's something with your online, you know, situation, whether it's a, it's a hacking or a ransomware attack or something like that, to a physical altercation that might occur offline or an active shooter event or something of that nature, and everything in between, really is uh, is something that you still have to start to think about. And that's why I said, really, the, the first thing anybody needs to do is define yes. those concerns. Define those concerns, make sure what's going on and how to address those concerns. And that's what's awesome. I think I've covered everything, Pete. If I missed anything else, uh, I always like an update show to kind of give people, hey, we got to put this on our radar. And I think that you were able even to get people to think about, I want to know more. But is there anything else, Pete, that we can expect in the show? Or who knows? Anything involving safety could happen. Anything involving safety, basically. And the, uh, the interesting thing is we have... Um, you know, as I said, we're gonna we're gonna have the show in different segments. Uh, just going to wrap up today. We're, we're we're getting close to the end here, but um, I mentioned I wanted to talk about a, a quick safety product. Well, here's something that everybody can can think about and, and purchase because it's something that's super super cheap that can really do a heck of a lot. And that's a little defensive or tactical flashlight. One of these little flashlights that's really strong that has a strobe function, and that's the essential part of it. it has to have a strobe function because you shine that powerful strobing flashlight into an attacker's eyes, they're going to become disoriented and have a hard time seeing. Wow. It allows you to escape. So that type of safety device has the ideal quality of being a distance weapon. You don't have nobody has to come close to you to use it. You don't have to touch them with it. They can stay. They can be far away, and you can begin using it. So that's key. Uh, number one, and of course, being able to access it readily when you need to and not, you know, bury it in your purse instead of being clipped, you know, conveniently on an inside pouch or, you know, buried in your car center console. So, you know, I have one on uh, my one website. It links over to Amazon. It's 10 bucks for two of the things, you know, I mean, so they're not real expensive and they have all kinds of neat functions. I mean, <laughs> some of them have built in tasers. And oh, wow. Lasers. Yeah. Some of them can even deploy pepper spray. I mean, it's wild. And of course, you can actually use it to hit the guy if you need to or girl or, you know, I don't want to say anybody. But um, so, yeah. So, I mean, every uh, every show, that's what people can expect, you know, is uh, us to talk about some current news. As I mentioned, that that mudslide and, you know, there's always things happening in the news. Uh, An interview with a great guest. Uh, We'll review a product. We'll share a safety tip. And uh, hey, thanks for tuning in to Safety Talk, because, you know, we're going to have some exciting shows and. uh, I'm uh, I'm really pumped, Neil. We're gonna. Oh, I am. It's gonna go great. I am as well. So, best place we can find information on you, Pete. Where can we go? Uh, my personal website is petecanavan.com. C-A-N-A-V-A-N. As my dad used to say, a car can go up a hill. Canavan. <laughs> so, petecanavan.com to find more about me and uh, Campus Safety University for anybody interested in uh, free online safety checklist and learning about campus safety. All right. So we're listening to, again, this podcast, Safety Talk with Pete Canavan on the Neil Haley Network, and we will see you in a a week for another great show. Take care, everyone.